Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey everyone, it's Caroline from G Thanks Just Bought It, reminding you that in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod. You can find products that don't make it onto the episodes and recommendations from listeners like you. So before you start this episode, give it a follow and say hi in the comments. And for a full list of every product we featured on G Thanks, visit gthanksjustboughtit.com slash episodes. See you there. Welcome to another episode of Do Things Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss, and I'm joined by my guest co-host, Sally Tamarkin. Sally, hey. Caroline, I'm so psyched to be here. Thank you for having me. I am so psyched to have you here. Let's just like get the F into it. First of all, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. well. It's uh, it's hot and steamy here in, in Philadelphia, so I'm uh, I'm fanning myself and drinking a cold drink. But uh, otherwise, I'm I'm hanging tough. What's your cold drink of choice? Uh, I'm drinking now. Let me. I don't know if you know this. Maybe mm. G Thanks heads know this, but the Target seltzer brand Good and Gather, yeah, is 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 really good. Uh, really? Yeah. It's like very. It's like surprisingly good. So I'm drinking a. Strawberry mango sparkling water by Good and Gather, and it's delish. Wow. Okay, I love that. Like a nice little summer, little summer treat. Yeah, exactly. Very refreshing. Very refreshing. Well, it's a little gray here in Los Angeles, but it will probably be ninety degrees in the next couple of hours. Um, sure, that checks so. out. I also forget how hot Philadelphia is compared to. It's hotter than New York. Like that's it's a climate zone lower. Very hot, very humid. When we moved here from Brooklyn, we were psyched because we have a porch and we have a deck and we were excited to spend time outside. But it turns out that there's like, uh, like it's not livable. Like you can't actually, between the humidity and the bugs from like May through August, forget about it. Um, wow. So yeah, hell- hellish climate over here. Hellish climate. All right. Well, when do you get to enjoy your deck? Like is September cool enough? Is October cool enough? Yeah, September, October. I'm also I think that like other people have more have a higher tolerance for the natural world and its foibles. I don't like to be made uncomfortable by oh, bugs and heat I mean, and stuff like that. I'm I'm with you. I don't right? I don't do I don't do outside. I'm not an out I'm not an outdoor girl. You're indoorsy like me, maybe. I'm indoorsy like you. I do not like being hot. I do not like being sweaty. If I, like you do not want to be around me if we have to be outside and it's over like 78 degrees and it's humid. Do you get super cranky? Yeah, I'm a bitch. I'll tell you yeah. that much. I don't want to be I'm not. I have no tolerance. But here's the other thing. I love the cold. You could stick mm, me yeah, outside that's interesting. and You could stick me outside in 18 degree weather. I think my body runs so hot 
that mm. I'm like, oh, I just I even out when it's like below 30. I'm like, this I love that. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I prefer to be too hot, but, uh, I am not, I mean, versus like too cold, but I'm not trying to like sit outside in the heat. Like people who want to get together and like sit in the sun and like hang out for hours. That's absolutely not happening. Ludicrous. I, I don't like the beach for that reason. And the only way I would like the beach is if I had a house on the beach that had central air and I could go from the beach to the house very easily. And then I would just spend like 15 minutes at the beach and then go back in the house. But like my parents used to make us go to Jones Beach when we were kids because they loved the beach. And we'd have to be there all day. There's no, there's no like refuge. You're just there. And I hated it. Yeah, the beach is a toughie. I, I've come around to the beach in like small to medium doses because I have found that if you have the right stuff, you can like have a comfortable time there. But mm. that means that I can last there for like a couple hours. People who do like a full on beach day where it's just like we get there at 10 a.m. and we leave at five, like could never be me. Uh, yeah. Totally. And, and having the the central AC nearby is is totally key. I, I just I, I we weren't meant to no. if if we were meant to spend all that time outside, good God wouldn't have invented houses in central air. That's exactly, that's exactly. And God did invent houses and central air. And I know that that. we all know that. Okay. Well, I'm glad we have that out of the way. And for all that we, for all that you and Dan have in common, you do not have that in common with Dan. Dan would love to be outside forever sitting in the heat, happy as a clam. So you, you side with Caroline on that. And I love that. Yeah. That's the one, that's the one way that we're not incredibly compatible. It's true. All right. Well, we at least we have one thing on the list. <laughs> Just literally one thing. Speaking of, we're going to talk about the items that we brought. And I want to start with yours because it's Dan adjacent. It um, is. You started a new hobby recently, so you had to buy some gear. Tell us about it. I did. Okay. So I decided the, the pandemic is a time of adopting new personalities. At least it has been mm, for me because it's yes. like- Let's let's try a new hobby, see what sticks, and then just throw ourselves into it with like total abandon because what else are we doing? So this actually maybe somewhat embarrassing uh, came to me because I got an ad in my Instagram feed for mm-hmm. people wearing for like tennis apparel, but like really cool tennis apparel. And I was like, I could look that cool if I played tennis. And then I was like, maybe I'll play tennis. And uh, that's how I went from never having played tennis before in my entire life. Like I don't think I had held a tennis racket to now being the owner of a tennis racket and uh, six tennis balls. And I, and I haven't gotten any other gear because I feel like I want to make sure it sticks before I totally get like decked out in like, you know, a visor and other kinds of stuff like a collared yeah. shirt, a white collared shirt or whatever. Yeah, but, uh, of course. but yeah, so I I have a tennis racket now. How do you feel about it? Did you get like fitted for it? Like wh- how do you how does one, you know, how do you pick this specific How did this racket choose you for its forever home? Thank you for putting it that way. Um <laughs> so, okay, I I'm a I'm a researcher, so um you know, I like to look around, I like to see uh like I you know, I I I'm not a very um, sportsy person, but I was a fitness editor, so I kind of know enough about different kinds of like sports and athletic hobbies that I, I know that they're right. 
that they can get technical. So I I was like, let me see. I'm sure that there are different like sizes of tennis rackets and stuff like that. And um, indeed there are. And you can do this thing where you like measure your – you get a tape measure and you measure from like the bottom of your palm to like the top of your index finger. Mm-hmm. And when I stumbled on that, I was like, okay, forget it. Tennis is too complicated. Like I'm not dealing with that. Um, because like I can't be measuring my hand for a hobby that I don't even know if I'm gonna like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you don't. That's like so much commitment to measure yeah. your your hand. And I'm not even being facetious. That's like that's too much. That's too much no, work. It's, <laughs> it's like you let me let me get this right. You want me to stand up, walk right. down to my office, get a tape measure. <laughs> like the whole point of this is that I'm lying in bed with my phone trying to buy myself something. Right. Right. Don't um, make me do more work. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. So I, I like jettisoned that idea because the other thing is that I was like, I have never swung a tennis racket. So I think that is very unlikely that the, that like plus or minus a couple of like inches or ounces is really going to impact how well I can play. Like if I was maybe, you know, once you start getting good, then you're like, okay, what can I tweak to make you know, to make me even better at this activity. But it's like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to hit the ball. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to connect the racket with the ball. So let me just mm-hmm. like, you know, make sure I get something that's not too big for my hand and that's not like too heavy. So then I just kind of poked around like the Wilson website and, you know, they there's like a, a section for like beginner rackets. And, you know, you can also – you you sort by cost is what you do because like when you're starting yeah. out like you know i i'm not like like i was i was looking at uh, some of the there are some like gift guide or not gift guides but like you know these are the best like tennis rackets for beginners and there are some yeah i was going to ask there. if you got into like the the forums you know if you got into the to the the threads i didn't get into the threads because i feel like that would stress me out too much. Like I would start okay. doing research, yes. you know, and I, and I would just do research for weeks and like, you know, right. never buy anything. Um, or I would we're buy it. We're just trying to see I, if it, you can hit a ball. We're just trying to yeah, see if, if this can, is even enjoyable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because what if I, I can hit the ball, but it like sucks and it's boring, which, you know, I mean, I'll, well, I'll get to that in a second. But, um, <laughs> so, but I, I did look at, I did look at a couple of like roundups of like, this is the best tennis tennis racket for beginners, but they were all really, really expensive. And it's like, this is the best tennis racket for beginners who want to drop a couple hundred bucks. And I was thinking more in the like, like, what do you have in the 20 to $40 range? Is like I was going to say going. 40 tops. So we're on the yeah. same page. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. So basically once I kind of got the lay of the land in terms of like seeing what was on different websites, uh, like, like what kinds of what the costs were of different rackets and then like what were kind of like, you know, quote unquote good for beginners or versus like this is good for precision and speed, which, you know, again, I just like don't need. Like what does that even Um, mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Could not tell you. Could not tell you. (laughs) So I ended up on this website called Mm. tennis-point.com, which sounds fake, but I assure you is real. And I ended up with this racket (laughs) called – I don't know. Should I tell you what it's called? Is that interesting, or should I just? Yes, describe you it? have to. You don't. You got to tell me what it's called. I mean, look, I'm. I'm. You said tennis-point.com, and I'm hooked. I need to know what the tennis racket is called. Okay. Okay. So it's called Head Tennis Instinct Supreme Tennis Racket, which all Rolls of that off to the me tongue. 
it rolls, rolls off the off tongue. The it tongue. sounds like it was translated out of English and then back into English using yes. Google Translate. Yes. Um, and it just basically says, you know, it's a beginner level frame. It's pretty light. And then the the main thing that sold me, besides the fact that like it was it was already on sale for thirty percent off, and then there was an extra fifteen percent off with a code, which it looks like there still is active. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It also ha- says it has a super oversized head, which I was like, that's going to make it more likely that I can hit the ball. So that sounds like it's for right. me. Right, more area space. That just makes sense. Like, yeah, just more surface area for the ball to find it. Yeah, in fact, like if I could just take like a gigantic piece of poster board and swing that around, then I would know for sure I was going <laughs> to hit the ball. <laughs> it's weird that they don't do that, honestly. Do you know, I think you should send a letter to like, you know, Wimbledon and be like, it's just a thought. <laughs> I'm going to take that on Shark Tank and be yeah. like, it's a new, it's like a new intro. It's an on-ramp to tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I have this uh, head tennis instinct supreme and yes. it's I what I do really like about it, it ha, is that it it's like telling a very '90s color story. It's kind <gasps> of like a teal with like pink and white writing on it. Well, now you're speaking Dan's language. That's very like Malibu <laughs> Sands Beach Club. Yes. It's very like nine zero two one zero. Like we got a summer job, and like this cougar's hitting on me, sort of situation. <laughs> Now you are speaking my language. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, and so it's really fun. And like, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things where I walk to the tennis court near my house and I feel Tennessee just like holding on to it. You know what I mean? It's like, because, you know, if you see me, you don't know that I've like never hit a tennis ball in my life. You just, you right. just see someone in, in sneakers uh, with a cool tennis racket and you're probably thinking there's a cool tennis person. Yeah, I'm thinking she's so good at tennis. Like she even has a racket. She has her own racket. She has her own racket. So she must be, she must be really good at this sport. Nope. That's, it's all about the accessories. It's all about dressing for the job you want, right? It's It's, like uh, you show up and be ready. You are not kidding. No, I am already planning. Like, I mean, I'm definitely going to get into headbands because that seems really fun. I think wristbands is going to happen. And then I just sort of, I have to figure out what my like on court look is going to be because I Mm -hmm. think I could do a thing. I could do like a Malibu Sands thing, or I could Mm -hmm. do something a little bit more, um, maybe like that, but like make it bad boy. And so I wear like cut off shorts, but then with like a collared shirt, but then I, I pop the collar. I don't know. There's a lot Ooh. of options, Caroline. A lot of, and also you could go in various, you know, there's seven days in the week and I assume you will be playing tennis seven days a week. So every single could, day, every single day for hours, you could go in, in different directions and you could go in a new direction every day. But I really like that you're thinking about the most important part of this new hobby, which is dressing the part and not necessarily learning the skill. Cause that just can come later. You know, I, I, I would be lying if I said I was more interested in learning the skill than I was in getting the stuff. I mean, the thing that inspired me to get into tennis was like an ad for these really cool outfits. You know what I mean? So Uh uh I think that says it all, you know, but I mean, I'm having fun so far. It's, it's, it's probably not a good sport to just like pick up because it's actually really hard. Maybe it's not for other people or younger people, but like, I find it quite difficult <laughs> to hit the ball. Uh, I can hit the ball, but I can't control anything about where it goes. Yes. So a lot of me playing tennis is I take my racket, I go to the court, I hit it against the wall, and what I do is I 
hit it accidentally so high and so hard it goes over the wall. So me playing tennis is just I'm running around getting the balls that have like flung off, you know, that yes. I flung off course. Well, a lot of tennis, and I only know this because Dan does play tennis and plays often. And <clears throat> we went through like a three-hour phase two years ago where I also got a tennis racket and we went and played once. And I was like, yeah, not for me. It's a little hot out. Um, and a lot of tennis is running around because for me, what I loved about tennis was I want to hit the ball, but if you hit the ball and it doesn't go directly into my racket, I'm like, well, that's your fault. You should have been aiming for my racket. <laughs> Whereas the point is like, you got to run after the ball a little, you know, you got to chase it and hit it and chase it and hit it. I'm like, I don't want to chase it. Just throw a ball like, like, like baseball essentially is what I'm actually no, looking to play. <laughs> you, you are speaking to the fundamental flaw of the game of tennis, which yes. is that the ball doesn't just come to you. And like, I, when I think of tennis, I think of hitting a ball with a racket. So you're telling me that I'm going to go to the tennis court with my racket and a ball and I'm going to have to run to the run. ball to hit it. Yeah. No, thanks. False advertising. I mean, really yeah. and truly. I mean, the other thing about tennis that's so funny is I think you also, in the same vein as picking your accessories, need to figure out what your um your hit like grunt is going to be. Because if you oh, watch, so true. You know, if you watch a tennis match, it's silent, other than the like, uh, uh, that's like, so true. <laughs> and it's so like kind of deeply uncomfortable to watch because you know I grew up Catholic, so there's all this like weird. Like, oh, don't make your body make any like weird noises, you know, that you're not in control of. Um, and tennis is all about that. It's just a bunch of like grunting and like moaning and groaning. But I think <laughs> if you want other people around you to see that you're into tennis, you need to be like screaming every time you hit that ball with the racket. That's true. That's a good call. I mean, one thing I'll say about tennis that I find super weird is that like, uh, like I went to, there's some big tournament where I'm from in New Haven that like gets hosted there every year. And a friend, friend of mine had tickets and we went and I, I didn't realize that you're actually not supposed to like clap and cheer when nothing happens. You're Silence. supposed to be really quiet, yes. which is like, I guess, but I don't really understand why, because is doesn't every sport require concentration? Like don't the, like technically speaking, don't players of all sports have to be like in the zone and concentrate in order to perform well. I don't, I don't understand. That's what, what I I'm would saying. think. Yeah. It, it's weird. like that and golf. I don't know if it's like, and also your, your coach can't talk to you. Tennis players. Um, Oh really? Is that right? Yeah. Like you can't, I mean, Dan could speak more of this or literally anyone who knows anything about tennis, but my understanding <laughs> anyone is Anyone but that, the two of us. <laughs> anyone but the two of us. My understanding is that like, it's actually like cheating if your coach oh. like tries to communicate with you during the game, whereas like you watch basketball and the coach is just literally screaming the entire time and telling you, telling the players where to go, and what to do. Just and right. Just absolutely screaming. So it's yeah, a I mean, cultural thing. You know, it's like the culture of tennis is very different than other sports. It Yeah. I mean, it's like it's a sport for perverts because they want it to be really quiet. <laughs> but then the grunting and the moaning is like so incredibly loud. And it's like, well, what do you want? Do you want decorum or do you want like loud noises? And it's like, no, they want right. the decorum with the grunting. With the grunting. It's Pervs. like – pervy. Oh, you're so right. You're really right. Now, did you buy different sneakers for the court? I didn't um, because okay. I have – I'm kind of like a, a sneaker 
well, I'm not I'm not a sneaker head per se, okay. like people who are super into sneakers, but I'm I they are mostly what I wear. And so as much as I would like to get a pair of sneakers just because it would be an excuse to get a pair of sneakers, yes. um, I yes. feel like I can't justify it because I have so many. However, having said that, if I end up playing more, um, I might get another pair, uh, just to not, you know, just to not wear down my formal sneakers. Sure, sure, um, sure. You know, but we'll, we'll see. I'm going to, I'm going to play that one by ear. I think as be, as you become more of a tennis head, mm-hmm. um, that's sort of going to be your next purchase. It's going to be again, the next step in steps. Yeah. In steps. Exactly. First can come the headbands. I think you can commit to court shoes later on. Later on, yeah, and and like the other thing that I have going for me in this whole um, this whole journey is that where I go to hit the tennis ball, there's this open field right beside it, and there are these people who go there to do like acting exercises, you know. So they stand in a circle and they yep. let their Red bodies leather, go limp yellow and then leather, shake yeah. them around, yeah. <laughs> and so you know, because I, I it's, there's also there's uh, basketball courts on the other side, and so there are people in my neighborhood who are like cool and having fun and like shooting the, the hoops and stuff, shooting the hoops yeah. as they say. Shooting and then the there's hoops. me, <laughs> then there's me who's doing like bad news bears version of tennis. And I was sort of <laughs> self-conscious. And then I realized that there are these ding-dongs next to me doing these ridiculous acting exercises. And I was like, okay, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm not the coolest, but I'm not the least cool. I'm right in the middle. And so this yeah. is actually great. Hey, look, as a former theater kid can confirm none of that is cool. Um, It's just, it's not. Like, there's just no two ways about it. There's no two ways about it. But you know what? They don't care. I remember not caring. Uh, And yeah, um, what was the thing that we used to, oh gosh. Uh, The only thing I ever kind of think, the only sort of cultural, recent cultural moment that got that theater kid stuff right was uh, Lady Bird. When... She is oh, in yeah. the play and they go around and they start doing like the like, you're going to cry now. You're going to <laughs> you're going to make yourself cry now. <laughs> and it's just so funny. Um, but yeah, I, I, imagining that happening in a park, that's too much as well for me. Uh, where are these people? Yeah. Where did these people come from and why? It, it's a lot. I don't know. And I saw them just sort of arrive one by one and, and get into this like, <laughs> you know, these like wild. Uh, but, you know, like you said, like they're not self-conscious because they're sort of like probing the depths of their humanity or their shadow totally. selves or whatever to 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 get ready to act. So they're yeah. having a blast. It was actually Leah Michelle getting ready for Funny Girl. And um, Listen, <laughs> I was going to ask you, I specifically have not caught up on our group chat because mm. I wanted but we don't have to do that here, but I there was a there were a lot of things happening on Twitter yes. about Funny Girl that I like I definitely couldn't follow and I wasn't sure what side. I guess my question is just like what side should I take? Can you tell me that? Uh, we don't like Lee Michelle. I mean, we don't. We like don't Lee like Lee Michelle. Michelle. Okay. No, no, no. Right, I mean, as a, as a, a the, the thing that will unite, you know, such a broken world, is that mm-hmm. truly everyone on both. It's the way that everyone felt about Bill De Blasio too. It's like that's how okay. Republicans and Democrats like became friends, which is like, you know, like let's shake, like we shake. You know, it's like handshake, handshake. We hate Bill De Blasio. Got it. Okay. Same thing with Leah Michelle. It's just like literally everyone. But Leah Michelle is going to do really well in this role. The problem is like uh, essentially Beanie Feldstein was a delightful. You know, Beanie Feldstein is the coworker you want to work with. You know, she's fun. Mm -hmm. She stops in your office. She she makes jokes. She makes life 
really fun at work, but she's not that good at her job. Um, and it kind of makes things hard for you. Cause you're like, Oh, she's not that good at her job, but it's like sad because she's so nice. Leah Michelle is a terrorist, um, who makes work horrible, but she is good at her job. And that's sort of like amazing at what she does. But She's amazing at what she does. Yes. That's where we sort of are. But the side that you're on is never Leah Michelle's. And as long as you can do that, you're good. Okay. No, I feel uh, now that I know that she's the Bill de Blasio of musical theater, I, or is this is it a movie or is it like a Broadway play? No, it's a it's a Broadway show. Yeah. Okay. So now that I know that she's the um, Bill de Blasio of, of Broadway theater, uh, I totally am anti Leah Michelle. That's yeah. my official new position. Check my yeah, Twitter yeah, bio yeah. for that update. Yeah. <laughs> I will offline. I will tell you a little bit more about sort of just the backstory of why we don't like her and. Uh, okay, send you great. some relevant links. Um, oh, I love it. So Sally and I had come up with this idea of sort of doing this segment called She Thinks I Returned It, um, which would be a little bit about something that we tried and that we ended up not really liking or maybe something that we were really tempted to buy and we ended up not buying. And Sally, I realized that I have an absolute line to draw between your new hobby of tennis and all of your accessories and mm-hmm. my item for the G thanks I returned it. So I'm not even going to talk about, um, the, the thing that I purchased because I want to tell you, um, with the time that we have left about the thing that I keep seeing ads for. And that every time I see an ad for it, I'm like, I should get that. That's very me. And then I have to remember, remind myself that it's not me. And it is so in line with your new hobby of tennis. It is a I can only describe it as a millennial branded pickleball set. I don't Wait know. Wait Hold on. <laughs> I, Caroline, Are you getting ads for this? I cannot. Well, no. Here's what happened. Let me – I'll just interrupt you to briefly Please. say that after like three days of playing tennis, I was like, oh, this is actually really hard. What is an easier way to play tennis? I stumbled upon pickleball. Yes. And then when I started looking into pickleball, I started getting all of these – like search returns for the most millennial branded, like, you know, like you would see on the shelf at anthropology type pickleball sets. And I was like, I will die if I don't get that. And they're really expensive. (laughs) Yes. That's where I am. And I wonder if these ads started popping up after you texted me and you were like, I'm going to talk about my new hobby of tennis. And I wonder if the pickleball people have just been paying deep, deep, deep money for like anytime someone texts about tennis, show them this ad show for, them this, pickle- for this sexy pickleball set. But every time I see it, I'm like, I could, yeah, I could play pickleball. I love I pickleball. Mean, no, I mean, like when you see the, these sets that we're talking about, you it's will wild. instantly be like, I, I now identify one. as a pickleball yeah. <laughs> athlete. So we played pickleball in gym class. That was a gym class oh. activity when I grew up. It was uh, one of the, it was the one that everyone wanted to do because it, you didn't have to change for it. I remember that. It was like, if you play pickleball, you do not have to put on your gym clothes. You can go in your regular clothes. And I, anything to not have to change into my gym clothes. So I, can I, we just, can, yeah, just like side note, it is completely horrifying to me. I, I went to a, a public school that was, we didn't really have, it was very like underfunded. And so it wasn't, there weren't like quote unquote activities and equipment and gym clothes. Okay. So I I wasn't exposed to that horror. But I the concept of changing in front of people as a teenager makes me want to walk into an active volcano. Truly psychotic that they made us do that. The other thing that was, I mean, I cannot even tell you like 
Oh, what were my favorite excuses? A, I got my period always if I had the male gym teacher. I was like, I have my period. And they'd be like, <laughs> like gross. And then and then it would be like someone stole my gym clothes, which like, why would someone steal my gym clothes? <laughs> That's then amazing. Would, but everyone would say that. I'd be like, oh, we have a big thief who's after everyone's like really smelly shorts. Um, I hated gym. And I used to have it right in the beginning of the day, first period. Then you just spend the whole day sweating. And I went to an oh, overfunded brutal. public school. So we had a lot of stuff. They, but one time in gym, they used to – that you could pick – gym came with, like, cycles. And you could pick, like – there were four different choices of activity. And you had to do all four, but you could pick the order that you wanted to do them. And then every activity lasted, like, four classes. Oh, and that would be, like, an entire semester. So, like, between – the first day of school and Christmas break, you would cycle through these four things. And like half of them were just like, they would literally used to put on like the VHS of Tybo and make us do Tybo. Oh my God, Tybo. That's incredible. Billy Blanks. I know. And pickleball was outside because we had pickleball courts, which like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? Who has pickleball yeah, courts? Yeah, what the fuck? Like, right. I was shocked when I, when I discovered that pickleball, you can't actually just play pickleball in a tennis court, which is wild to me. Right. You have to play on like, this why very are we consolidating? I know. It's like we don't – it's like who made this – who who made up all these different iterations of tennis that have to have completely – you have to scrap everything you know about this. It's the same sport, but forget everything you know. We need another court. But yeah, the courts are elevated. They're like a little bouncier from what I remember. I see. I think that they were built in the 60s or 70s, and then they became, like, overgrown with weeds, but then they were still making us use them. But I remember you kind of had to like, go <laughs> into sort of the brush to get to them, That's and it didn't, incredible. it didn't feel purposeful. It just felt like, ugh, yeah, we, could, we don't have the funds to, like, clear this out. But if your parents uh, donate to our raffle, we will. Um, and we played pickleball and you could wear your jeans and that's why I would play. But I loved playing pickleball because it's everything you love about tennis, not as much running. That's that's what that's what it seems like from my research. And do, is it also like it seems like the skill floor is lower or the ceiling? I don't know. Some part of the well, skill house is lower. It's more accessible, it seems. I'm pretty sure it is because I was playing it in high school and I was not athletic and I remember liking it. So the floor has to be very low because that was not the case for most sports and me. But these, I'm looking, so the thing that got me, and I haven't bought it yet, but honestly, after this conversation, I might still buy it. But then it's like, where am I going to play pickleball? So the company is called Recess Pickleball. And you're right. If you just Google pickleball um, set, you're going to get a lot of millennial sets. Ugh, I'm honestly, I'm, I honestly, I'm kind of tempted. Um, I would, well, like, I just want to tell you that like, um, I ended up, I did end up getting a pickleball set like a few days ago, but I just, <gasps> what? I got like, you did? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Because, because I was like, this might be while I'm like learning, like it's going to take me this a long might, time yes. to be able to play tennis in a real way. So maybe in the meantime, I didn't get one of these like beautiful, awesome ones that look like um, they're from anthropology. And I mean that in like the highest form of compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I just got something from Amazon that was like, you know, it's like black and white. It's like brand X and it's, did you, you know, it's did it cheap. come with the net? Cause I'm kind of honestly, like I'm looking right now at Amazon. This is so not what we intended with this segment, no, it's with not. Like, <laughs> but we're, we're doing it anyway. I might buy it because it's, it's prime day as we're recording this. I might buy a set 
because we have a big backyard. I could maybe convince Dan to play pickleball with me. Maybe. I mean, if he's into, yeah, I mean, if you have a backyard and he's into tennis, I mean, why not? And look how, well, let me, t- so I got, um, I got one that has a, a portable net because we have yes. to like take ours to the tennis court because we don't, we have like, uh, like a deck. We don't have a yard. Um, and it's not like a full regulation pickleball net, which is, would okay. be like very, very, very long, but it's like half of that. Um, and it's, it's allegedly easy to set up, but I feel like, you know, if you're not p- playing competitive pickleball, I don't really think you need like a full regulation court, you know? No, I mean, I mean, look like what's regulation anyway, you know what I mean? Like I, who can like, say, who can There's say, no way to know. but, but I think, I feel like this could be fun, but again, I kind of came into here, like I loved badminton too, badminton, badminton. I loved badminton. I love the idea of tennis, but playing tennis is too much for me. I think so that's pickleball why pickleball might was invented. Be it. Yeah, I feel it's like just the lazy man's for- tennis. Yeah, it's the lazy man's tennis. It's like it's the it's the lazy man who also likes badminton or ping pong's tennis. I think. Yeah, ping pong, another game of tennis. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'll send you the the one that I got. I'm I'm realizing now that it has a fake spot review of F. So that's that's something I wish I'd noticed before I ordered it. But on the upside, it was only $72 and it came with it comes with like four four rackets, four balls and a, a portable net. So, yeah. Okay, send me that link. I think I'm going to get it. Oh, this was not my This was not this my not what we not, intended. This at is not all. what we intended. But it really is it really is like they're so cute. They're so seventies. They're so like seventies millennial. The ones that I keep seeing as ads are so cute. When Dan wakes up and I'm like, I bought us a pickleball set, he'll be like, "Great, (laughs) I know where." (laughs) Like, I know where this is. This will be in my like my community's buy nothing group within like three months. But actually, I don't think that's true. In moments, (laughs) I think I could. I liked pickleball as a kid, and I have to give credit to any sport that I liked as a child because I I hated sports. Especially any sport that you get introduced to through gym class, if you still liked it, right? It, that that it's says clearing, something. Yeah, it's clearing a pretty high bar. And pickleball seems like something where, you know, in in the vein of like you don't have to change into athletic clothes to do it. I feel like if yeah. you have people over to hang out and you're like having some drinks, you can still play pickleball. Which like you can't like have drinks and play tennis. You know what I mean? No. I think I like I think. Personally, knowing next to nothing about pickleball and even less about tennis, I would like to rebrand pickleball as basically a lawn game. You know, it's like it's cornhole, you know, it's cornhole, it's badminton. I mean, it's badminton like it's like it's like right. And and wear your summer clothes. You can do it in a sundress. You can do it in shorts and a tank top. You can do it barefoot. 
you can you can just have fun and if you lose interest you just walk away <laughs> and you just walk right away that's it Get, yeah just walk away you don't have to you can talk during the game you don't have to grunt maybe you can if you want to you're not you're not you forbidden can if you want grunting. you're not forbidden for going but you're not required to you're but yeah it's not it's not expected maybe. of you which is it's nice to have that flexibility were we the pickleball all along i mean really was this <laughs> oh my gosh I think that- I think do you I'm think gonna that, buy a pickleball set. I think you should do that. And then I think we should do a side project podcast that's just straight up just a pickleball cast. And that's what we do. Pickleheads. Pickleheads unite. Pickleheads unite. I mean, really, like I'm laughing at all of the branding, but also that's, you know, the gateway drug for me. I was like, look at those colors. And I'm just so happy to hear that it was the same with you because you did tennis for the outfits. So we're like in good company. Oh, hundred. Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're totally we're totally on the same page. The the thing about pickleball that is a little bit that I feel like they could use better PR is that it's yeah. called pickleball, which yeah. it's that that's a toughie for me. You know, mm, I just mm. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't, I don't take it seriously, which actually, I mean, I guess on the other hand, I'm not seriously athletic or anything like that. But I just wish it had like a, a less um a, a name that didn't sound like a Nickelodeon show. Oh, see, I think that that is a point in its favor. I think that's a pickleball point in its favor. Really? Okay. You're so you're pro pickle. I'm pro pickleball as a non-sporty person because I think I think the more that things do not sound like sports, the better for the people who want to play them but do not play sports. That is a great point. You know, it's like pickleball is sort of just come as you are, you know, bring yourself. Don't change anything about you. You're right. Don't even change that. You're perfect as you are. You know, pickleball is for everyone. Tennis, you know, that sort of gives the impression of like your parents have money. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know how to run a mile. Um, you didn't try to get out of running the mile in eighth grade. Like I, did. <laughs> you know, there, there's like a real, the, the funny, the story, the, the legend goes that when Caroline Moss did the presidential fitness test in 1999, the gym teacher lost count of how many laps I had done. I had only done three and he said, all right, Moss, good mile. And I just did not run the last lap uh, of that uh, mile. And that's how slow I was going that he thought my third lap was my fourth. But that is absolutely incredible. That makes that, me proud to know you. Thank you. It makes me proud to be me. You know, I really, <laughs> I, it's like, and that hasn't changed. I, I, I got into hiking for 48 hours, you know, about yeah, like well, four months LA, ago. Yeah, well, you're in LA, so you have to, I tried. you're contractually obligated I, to get into it for a second. It's honestly true. And I bought the cutest hiking shoes and I love them and I like geared up and I took Lottie and I got my podcast already and then it got really hot and I was like, oh, I'm going home. I'll just listen to the podcast in the car. Um, yeah. Hiking is a toughie. I, you know, I mean, all just, outdoorsy things are, are tough. Except for, me. for pickleball because what a name. You know, you're not working out during pickleball. You're not committing to anything during pickleball. You're just there. You know, you're having, you're having a good and gather seltzer and you're you're playing (laughs) and you're having, and you're just playing pickleball. And when you're over it, you go, you know, Hey, Andrea, you want to like fill in for me? You want to play pickle? You want to be, you guys want to be partners? Okay, great. And then you walk off the court and and you go have yourself a day. I go, I go have myself a day. Maybe I grab another good and gather, but either way, I'm not, I don't have to change. Right. And we're not keeping score. We're just getting the ball back and forth. 
I don't I even just, know if you can keep score in pickleball. I, you may I'm never sh- know if that's I'm part sh- of the sport. Exactly. And I don't want to know. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm about to click buy on this pickleball set. Do it. Do it. <laughs> it's prime day. So it's four paddles. Yeah. It's four balls and a net for $70. It's a it's a steal at twice the price. Do you know what we should do? <laughs> is we should do an episode where we each try to convince each other to buy some, like we just give each other the hard sell yes. on something and see we'll if shark we can like tank get the other each person. other. <laughs> we'll yes. Shark tank. yes. I mean, look, I am the easiest sell in the world. Will I actually like you you know, I but I would love oh, now I'm just having dreams of just barefoot in the park. Playing a pickleball with my pal. So this is this is how I end up like this is with how I have all these new personalities. Yeah, over yes, the pandemic exactly. is I'm just like I can totally see this. This is my new beginning. This is it. You know, right? This is me. I'm a person who hikes. I'm a person who plays pickleball. I'm a person who loves sports. I'm running that mile. I'm an athlete. I identify I'm an as an athlete. athlete. I'm an athlete first. I'm an athlete first, and I'm a human second. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, re- I really want to play pickleball now. And the problem is, is like, you know, it's so hot that like I'll get this set and I'll and Dan next weekend will be like, all right, you want to go to the park and play pickleball? I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's gonna be really hot out. I don't know. <laughs> I if we, know. we should just wait until November. Pickleball seems like a perfect sport for especially in L.A. Um, well, only in L.A. really. Like if you're going to play pickleball in L.A., you got to play. December through April, you know, and then it's mm-hmm. too hot or you're playing night pickleball, you know, you're that, well, that actually night pickleball sounds great to me. Night pickleball. Oh, we could start a night pickleball league. Well, yeah, it could be kind of its own league. Yeah. M- moving this G thanks. I returned it or G thanks. I didn't buy it. item into the G thanks. <laughs> I just bought it pile because this is happening. Oh, I'm excited. G-thanks, Does, I'm probably going to return this. The G thanks. This will sit in my house for a while. Do you, <laughs> do you, are you still feeling committed to tennis even after we've now given e- ourselves the hard sell on pickleball? I'm committed uh, in the sense that like it it's – well, here's what I'm committed to. It's really fun to go to this court and just smack the um, the ball against the wall. There is something that feels very primal about hitting a thing with another thing. Yeah. I don't know. So I think I'll still do that. But, you know, what I was considering doing was taking a couple of tennis lessons so I could learn how to actually, you know, swing properly and maybe be able to like volley with Andrea. I which think I that's a great idea. Could- currently can't do. But I don't know. Now that I'm like – now that a I'm starting head? the night pickleball league. Of, yeah, now that I'm a pickleball <laughs> head, I I might – like maybe that's where I'll put my energy and I'll just keep – you know, you know, tennis will be the thing where I just go to like hit the ball really hard, but maybe pickleball will be, you know, what I – what Andre and I go play together. I don't know. I don't know that – I think the um the jury's still out. But actually, the, my pickleball set uh, arrived early this morning. So I cannot believe we both – are in a, we're having a pickleball. We both chose pickleball as our personality of the week. That's crazy. It's, it's we wild. didn't talk it's, about that. We didn't. We're totally in sync. And oh. I think it's really cool that we're both going to start pickleball leagues in our respective cities. And we're going to stop them just very shortly after. <laughs> <We're gonna stop laughs> um, I have a tip for you if you're looking for a tennis coach. Um, oh, yeah. Because this is what Dan did and it actually worked out really well. And it's, it's like affordable but it's also a great deal. Find a high schooler in oh, Philadelphia so who's on smart. the tennis team. That's all you need. You don't need like a pro. You need like an, a 17 year old who like knows how to play the sport. You're and then so you pay right. them like 50 bucks 
for like an hour lesson and everyone wins because everyone wins. And that's what Dan's been doing. Dan's been playing with someone who plays for like USC. I think they're actually, he, he might be like a pretty, like a D one. I'm like, I'm like insulting his level of skill, but like, (laughs) but Dan also is, was a high school tennis player and played like throughout his life. So he's good. He just needs to be he brought back up to speed because he's, you know, a man in his late thirties. So sure. he plays with this like 22 year old who makes him do wind sprints. And I'm always like, holy well, shit, whose fault is that? I wouldn't have signed up for that. No, that um, I, I'm, I'm not looking. Well, one of my fears is that I'm going to find a, a tennis coach who's going to want to do like conditioning or something. And I'm no, going to have no, to be no. like, sir, I just want you to show me how to swing the yeah, racket. This is why you hire a 17 year old. You know, you're still in charge at the end of the day. This That's is, a really good point. You, know, you, you want like a kid. You want a kid who's like, you know, I don't know. I think about the best job I had when I was in high school and it was working at um, like a little kid's birthday party place uh, with my best friend. We were like the entertainment, not the entertainment, but we like were the wranglers essentially. It's like, oh my that God, so everybody, cute. we're going over here. And the parents would always, we would make $25 per party. So it was off the books too. So it was a 90 minute party and we would make 25 bucks and then we would make 25 bucks. That was already a built in tip. So $50 for 90 minutes. And then I would say, six out of 10 times the parents would give us an extra 20 and you would just walk nice. away with all this cash and you're 17 you know That's so amazing. it's like that also s- it sounds fun too like you were having like a fun time yeah and I can't imagine a more fun job than a high school tennis player getting to just like be like yeah I'm showing this idiot how to hit a tennis ball you know I'm showing just- this old bozo how to <laughs> well old people are getting racket. really into tennis right now <laughs> old, yeah. old people are really like loving to oh this old this old person asked me about pickleball and I I, I didn't I didn't have the heart to tell him it was a dork sport but you know whatever I had to, <laughs> I had to explain pickleball with words they would understand yeah <laughs> back in my day um I'm excited about our pickleball era I can't believe we're entering our pickleball era together it just feels right well, we're finally entering the storied pickleball. First, you have you're born, you have a bar mitzvah, yeah, and then you enter pickleball, and then you so enter I your pickleball. Era. <laughs> so I think we're on track. We're so close to our Boca era and, and going so to dinner close. at four o'clock. I mean, that's I, coming up within like five years. I'm ready. I'm ready. And I've I am been too. Ready. Honestly. Well, our timer just went off. What an episode. We are playing <laughs> tennis. We are getting outfits. I We now both own a pickleball set. Um, <laughs> jury's still out on what will happen with that. I'm. We're going to have to check back in every time we do an episode and just see where we are pickleball-wise. Yeah, we'll do like a pickleball report, you know? Yeah, the pickleball report. <laughs> just grunting (laughs) yeah just big grunts um yeah the pickleball report and I want to hear more about tennis and oh man I'm excited this is our oh wow this is our athletic era I can't believe I know I know can you believe that I love for two people who are not very sports forward we've just spent the entire time talking about just how we identify as athletes I'm an athlete oh my god you know (laughs) the other thing I remember about high school that I never got to partake in was what they would call varsity option which was all the sporty kids didn't have to do gym because they were already doing sports. So they just made all the like theater kids do sports. And I was like, I'm on the dance team. And I I was like, I was honestly my first 
my first experience of protest and fighting for my rights was to get the dance team recognized for varsity options. Good. So I had to go to gym. That's yeah, I was an early. BS. I was an early uh, uh, fighter. Fighter for you know, sister suffragette. You know, I was like, I you're, was you're an you're an athlete activist. That's right. That was the word I was looking for. I couldn't get there. Um, (laughs) This was so fun, Sally. I'm like, if only you lived closer and we could play pickleball for five minutes and then just sit down and and gossip. And then just like, just talk and look at, look at nice pickleball sets online. Right. And then just like, right. And then just look for outfits. I love that. I love that. Oh, this was so fun. So, so so tennis, tennis and pickleball. And next week, we will report back. And next week, I want to talk about when you come back. Oh, and for those of you who are just figuring this out, Sally's going to come co-host. Uh, go, co-host. Gee, thanks with me for a little while. Um, I'm totally we, excited. I, it's gee, amazing. Thanks. I just pickleballed that. And I can't <laughs> gee, wait. Thanks. Just pickled it. And I think next <laughs> time we talk will be when we enter our cleaning era. And I want you to talk about, because Sally said, of the little green Bissell spot cleaner. That she would lay down her life for the little green. <laughs> and I feel like that I, is worth an episode. Yeah, I uh, I can't – I don't even really want to like open – unscrew the top of that. I don't want to take that lid off right now because we'll be here no. for another like hour. But yeah, I, I'm a big uh, proponent of the little green. I'm the president of the little greens fan club. You're a little green head and I and I, I, I respect that. And I'm going to bring my, my drill attachments for cleaning grout. So in case you thought it could not get more exciting than pickleball, <laughs> you are sorely mistaken. Um, Sally, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being just so sporty like me. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I see you and I recognize you as the athlete that you are. I'm looking forward to hearing more about your tennis journey. And, and next time we talk, we will catch up uh, during the pickleball report. That sounds amazing. I can't wait. Thank you for having me. This is always such a blast. Absolutely. Everyone, we will um, link to all of our favorite uh, tennis accessories and pickleball (laughs) accessories in the show notes. Please let us know if you can think of any other um, sort of accessory forward sports that are not really sports because I'll get into those too. This is going to be the summer of my sports content. Um, And great. Okay. We will see you next week for another episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. You just listened to another episode of Do Thanks Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the G Thanks Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod and the G Thanks Facebook group to get and give life changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424-245-0736 with a product recommendation and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. Thanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our Thanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash gthanksandfriends.